Support for the Sidebar Podcast is made possible in part thanks to Tyler Perry's new book, How to Be Likable by an Unlikable Guy, Warren Beatty's Aversion to Houseplants, and Women's History Month, which, 90209, we normally wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole, but Luke Perry and your indefensible reboot are both dead and Gen Xers need a good old-fashioned handhold. Cheer up, Jason Priestley, and gain some perspective. Confess that you slept with Brenda, take the remaining gang to church, and remember on this pinkest of months that Mother Teresa died for your sins, albeit after a very long and unnaturally sexless existence. Except for that one time when the war ended. So, show some school spirit, Medea. You would be tighter than Tori Spelling's face to not give proper respect to Women's History Month. Women's History Month, coming up in April, unless it was in March and we read the calendar wrong. That happens. You pay millions of dollars to get your daughter into college when she could have done online classes. Welcome to the Sidebar. I'm Clint Mars Novak, filling in for Sebastian Morales, who is currently cooking opium from the poppy superbloom. Grand Magazine is a lifestyle magazine aimed at grandparents, helping them on their way to living the ageless life. It features tips, news, and stories only your grandma could love, if only she could figure out how to turn on the computer to get a subscription. Barney Myers Novak is a contributor to Grand Magazine with his article, Back in the Day, Modern Translations for the Modern Octogenarian. He is also my grandfather. Papa Bear, welcome to the sidebar. Oh, oh thanks, Clint. So, Barney, I should probably call you Barney since this is, we are on the uh, interview. So, Barney, uh, thanks I for- I told you to call me Barnacle. Barnacle. Bar- it's always Barnacle. You can call me Papa Barnacle, but it's Barnacle. Uh, in this family, I, I've always called you Papa Bear, but Papa Barnacle, it suits. What What do you think? Uh, I'm glad we segued into that topic. What do you think about nicknames? How is the best way, what's the best way to come up with the nicknames for the grandparents? Oh, for the grandparents? Uh, well, it's got to be true claim to uh, what you really are. You know what I mean? <laughs> Because there are a lot of set names. There's uh, Poppy, Mommy, uh, Grandpa, Grandma. But you yourself, you like uh, really out there nicknames. Well, I'll give you an example. Uh, I'm the Barnacle because I used to free dive in my 20s and 30s. And I used to really get down there looking for all the hoisters and the clams. And you really and, you knew how to the, get... I used to get all, all the oysters and the clams. Huh? I used to get real down there with the oysters and the clams. And that's actually how I met your grandma as I came up with a fistful of barnacles looking for the treasure, Clint. And I still never found it, but I found your grandma. And I guess down the line, that's where you came about. And that is the real treasure is true love. And of course, Grandma uh, Elizabeth. Well, I never loved your grandma, but I made love to her many times a week, and uh, we used to change up the positions pretty frequently. I so, am very uh, well aware of your sex life, as you have written actually extensively about it in 
uh, Grand Magazine, and you tell me a lot of stories. Well, some of the new generation doesn't really understand what making love really is, Clint. And what is it? Making love uh, to your wife is a lot different than making love to a stranger, and uh, the younger generation is all about stranger sex. Uh, so stranger sex is like a stranger danger. The difference, Clint, making love to your wife or making love to a stranger is that if you're going stranger danger, you just met the person on the same day. But if you got to look at the same woman every single day for 40 to 50 years, uh, you know, you just can't maintain. But how do you keep a long-lasting love because love is a choice and so being able to maintain violence violence yeah you gotta every once in a while you gotta strike each other and mean it you gotta really land to each other your grandmother used to hit me while i was sleeping on my hammock she really gave me a wallop once i asked her for some sweet tea and she came back and with my lemonade, and I said, I don't like lemonade, Doris. And uh, let me tell you something, she took that picture. Uh, she poured it right on my head, and I walked her good. Uh, and then we went inside, and we made love through the violence, and that's how your father came out. And you two are famous for your fights. You once went to Caesar's Palace for the bottomless mimosas, and were both thrown out for punching each other so hard. Well, I personally can't drink orange juice because I get indigestion and I am Jada. But your grandmother sure can put them back. She can. She actually was known as a drinking Betty back in college. She was an alcoholic, Clint. She was. And that is why I try and stay away from the alcohol. But I have picked up a couple of things from the two of well, you. You gotta abstain if you want a long life and a successful career. Now, what does being a grandparent mean to you? How has that changed your life? How it means it... not judging your grandchild on his life choices. I I feel like I've made great life choices. I am a Pulitzer Prize winning journalist. Well, I've uh, learned long ago to tune out your accolades when you're putting yourself up against others. And I learned to just transfer all my love and enjoyment onto my other grandkids. I actually just call you Clint. Uh... Because every time I think of you then, I think of pornography, and then I go into my closet and I whack myself a little, but just a little bit. I I know I'm maybe the black sheep of the family, but I, I, the fact that I make you want to touch yourself is, is very disturbing to me. And well, to I our... separate it by a couple degrees. If I just think of your face, I actually get angry, and I go into my... My basement, and I hit my speed bag. Well. But if I think about it long enough and I detach it, uh, you know, I'm always looking for a crisp titty, Clint. I am glad at this moment that you are still in New York and you haven't left because otherwise we would probably come to blows. And you know I don't like to fight. Well, I appreciate you putting me up in this nice apartment. You're welcome. There's no stairs, though, and I can't get down as quickly as I like. I know. I'm I'm just up here and you never visit. I thought, I, you know, Barney, I thought it would be best for you to just Barnacle. be... Barnacle. Barnacle, Papa Barnacle. I thought it would be best for you to just be up there. I got to muster all my energy to tell you, Clint. But it's Barnacle Rick. 
Barnacle Rick. Barnacle Rick. Now you have that punching bag though. Yeah. Um, what? How do you work out through uh, your age? You know, uh, workout is a lot of times used to stave off uh, dementia and other illnesses. So how does working out affect you going forward to be the best grandparent, the best grandparent that you can be? Well, that speed bag was in my summer home, uh, which you commandeered. But I, in my prime, I was known as the Jacqueline Lane of New Hampshire. Oh. And I was fit as a fiddle. And you, I used to you run. Were, you were first to, fiddle. I was the first fiddle, Clint. Uh, I feel like you're taking a shot at me, but that's okay, old granddad. It's got iron skin and brass lungs. It's from all of the smoking that you probably have just cancer-covered I've been trying to kill myself by tobacco for almost 20 years, and I still won't die, Clint. I won't, I won't do it. Somehow, I don't think you're ever going to die. You're probably going to outlive me. I hope so, and then maybe I can make love to your sweet missus. My wife and I are very, very happy together in Chicago, away from the Myers Novak's family, and I just would rather not have her involved. I know she's got a birthday coming up, and I sent her some yams. Uh, I hope she got my, my sweet yams that I grow on the rooftop here in New York City. Uh, but you brought me on here. You want to talk about Grand Magazine? So I'll let's... talk about it. Thanks. You actually set me up for this job. I did. Let's talk about... You found some of my rotten. Let's talk about modern translations for modern octogenarians. Yes. Uh, some of the uh, computer speak that octogenarians aren't familiar with. Um, some of the acronyms. So let's shoot a couple off. Uh, GTFO. When you're online at the supermarket and they try to ring up your produce... But they don't have a sticker on it, and they call out, and you got to wait. And all that change in your pocket's weighing down your lapel because it's in your front pocket because your pen leaked, and you don't want to keep it there no more. It's always in the front pocket. There are other pockets. There are other pockets, Clint, but the underutilized one, the one that gives the most personality to your outfit, is the front pocket. Uh, moving on, LOL. Well, I didn't finish talking about my oranges. Let's talk about your oranges. I, I thought we were done with the the hor the oranges. Well, the uh, the bridge, I think, the disconnect between the octogenarian and the millennial, or uh, the younger generation up until the Gen Xers and the baby boomers, uh, is that because you're paying with change. What happens when the credit card is down and you don't have a credit card? You can pay with change, but what happens when the register won't open and they won't accept your food stamps? You're you're on food stamps? I'm not, but a lot of us are. I still work thanks to this 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 endeavor on Grand Magazine. But that, 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 I think I'll be working wait wait until until I die. Because I can't retire. Grand magazine has done well for you. It's gotten you quite a bit of money. Well, it feeds me my figs and, and my pitas. And your pitas. Fig and pita bread. That's, basically what I survive on. That's all you eat. Uh, smooth and peanut butter I like, too. Because uh, it just wafts in past your, no. past, your jet, past your dentures. It just wafts in down your gums and slides oh, into your throat. Well, you know, you, you don't want to be peanut butter if you got your dentures in. But you can just kind of roof it on top of your mouth and let it dissolve over time. Especially if you got nobody to talk to. You got nothing to say. But just dissolving them peanuts. 
LOL. That's laugh out loud. Now, the problem here, Clint, is uh, when you're telling all the seniors to laugh out loud, they go, why? And so you say, no, it's what you write. But a lot of them don't have smartphones, and they can't text. So you got to just tell them not to go LOL, and you got to tell them not to laugh out loud unless they mean it. Otherwise, people might think you're crazy, Clinton. When you're old and you're crazy, they might cart you away somewhere. I happened That happened to my last girlfriend. I told her to laugh out loud, and she laughed, and there was a handicapped boy, and he fell. And he hurt himself, and he dropped his oranges. I don't see him at the CVS no more, though. So that's a plus. And he was in the orange line, and you just... you. Well, there's no orange line, Clint. I don't know. Could, could you be imagine a... if... Every product you bought at the market had its own purchasing line. There would be a very long line. It would probably be a lot of octogenarians waiting for fruits. Yeah, there could be, yeah. That, or for the figs. or your, your, You would never be able to get your pitas. And I want you to get your pitas because I, I want you to stay in that apartment. And I want you to be happy and safe. Did I tell you I tried making my own? Your own pita? Yeah. How did, how did that go? I set the kitchen ablaze. Oh, of course you did. Burn my hand. Papa Barnacle, I uh, I am a little worried about you in, inside of that house all by yourself. But I, there's no other way for me to take care of you. I, I, you are a danger to society at large. Well, everybody's got to go with them labels. Another uh, translation, something a bit more contemporary. Uh, this party was lit. Was that a question? No, uh, that that is a, a term that is used a lot. Lit. 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 Oh, I know what you mean. You mean when a party's jumping off. Kind of like when I used to go to Harlem in the 30s and Count Bessie was back there getting the party started. Yes, exactly. I actually never went in there, but I'd pass by. I actually hate music. I can't even hum without getting angry. Uh, that's why I keep peanut butter in my back pocket. Uh, I keep it in the front, too, but it ain't you big keep, enough. You keep peanut butter in both of your pockets? Just the jar? Yeah, I found out over the years, Clint, that if you just put a little bit on your lips, uh, you don't get as angry because you're concentrating on the butter. You're So sort of like a dog, because I have seen this as the, the cool-down method. It's the barnacle rick cool down where you just kind of slather peanut butter into your mouth and your nostrils and it takes a while for that to to calm you down there's a downside though you gotta watch out for the dogs because if there are any dogs in the area they will come and try and lick the peanut butter off your face they'll bite your lips they will bite your lips off and then it's you are smacking your lips and the dogs are smacking their my lips. best buddy Huel had almond butter because they were out of peanut butter and he put it on his bottom lip and he went down and a little schnauzer was down there and he went to kiss a stranger's schnauzer and that little bastard beat his lip and dragged him off uh, maybe it was a, a, a beagle a beagle a beagle is also small it's a, a great dane it howled like a wolf though then maybe that was a uh Maybe it was a werewolf, German Clint. Shepherd. There is no, there are no. I had a dream the other night, Clint, that there was a werewolf somewhere loose in New York City. And 
is there a map to this werewolf? Do you have a map to this werewolf? Well, I'm not a cartographer, but I have been known to get a Thompson's Guide every now and then and just read it on a park bench while I play chess with the pigeons. Now, the pigeons, I, how many times do I have to tell you? The pigeons do not play chess. You have to find someone to play with. Did you know they're called squabs? Squab, no. Pigeons are squabs? Pigeons are squabs. All right, Papa Barnacle, I want to talk to you about this job because I did get you this job. I uh-huh. pulled some strings yep. and I got you uh, work yeah, at, at Grand Magazine. Uh-huh. Um, what is it like to have to work past the retirement age? Because uh, more and more seniors can't retire because the retirement's not going as far as it used to. Retirement age? I have a hard time going past 430. I can't have caffeine no more because of my colitis and my angina sticks out of my ears. But I'll work because I have to because the sea is expensive and a World War II veteran just don't get treated like he used to no more. And for your service, again, we are all forever grateful. You tell me stories about it all the time. But I feel like... Uh, retirement is is something that everyone looks forward to, and now we can't. So how how do you uh, you have started a fund for other retirees that you want to uh, pull together all of your wealth and resources to try and help other people be able to retire? I told you this plain confidence, and here you are airing it out to dozens of listeners. I'll tell you if you promise to edit it out. I will edit it out. I just want to make, I want to put you up on the pedestal that you deserve to be on, Papa. I'll watch this great documentary on HBO about Bernie Madoff and the New York Mets. And let me tell you something. The Egyptians, Clint, they had something in the pyramids. And there's a scheme that the Egyptians had, and I'm on to it, and I think I'm going to do it. That's not an Egyptian, it's just the pyramid scheme? I got this cassette tape by the bangles. Rock like an Egyptian. And let me let me tell you, Clint, it's a master plan. It's not just a song. It's not just a song. It is just a song. It's not just it a song. It is just a song. It's not just a song. You can't even it's not just a song. Walk like it's an Egyptian. It's not just a song. It was actually it's not done just in a, a really I, I got a plan, Clint. Walk like an Egyptian. It's a pyramid scheme, and I'm going to get this money so I can retire because I want to go back out on the ocean. Old Barnacle Rick hasn't wet his beak the last time. I'm going to free dive, and if it's the last thing I do, and if I don't come up, well, hell, I've seen Aquaman, and I jerked off many times. That Amber heard. You heard? I, I heard. I heard in very very excruciating detail every single second of that and well you can't unhear what you hear Clint I you know Papa Barnacle starting a pyramid scheme doesn't surprise me one bit we're gonna take a break but when we come back we're gonna talk about some celebrity seniors some celebrity grandparents and them as inspirational figures after a message from these sponsors Mr. President Serial Killer is a new podcast sponsoring the Sidebar Podcast from the same people who brought you CandyCast. 
Ryan Reynolds' eight-part tribute to John Candy by eating candy and gaining weight in preparation for the only film role that comes with butter on it, Popcorn the Movie. Mr. President Serial Killer stars Ryan Reynolds as Blind Lemon Pepper Jefferson, a lowly White House kitchen fry cook who learns of the Commander-in-Chief's darkest secret. Murder. Now Blind Lemon must forego his burgeoning jazz career to outwit the President and defend a grateful nation. Set against the backdrop of 1982 for no apparent reason, Mr. President Serial Killer's protagonist was originally conceived of as Third Eye Blind Lemon Pepper Jefferson, but the band wouldn't sign out the theme song music to How's It Gonna Be, so they dropped Third Eye for the culinary brown eye, Salt Bay. Want to listen to a podcast where Ryan Reynolds and Salt Bay take down a serial killer president? Well, so do we. Listen now to Mr. President Serial Killer, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Support for the Sidebar Podcast is also made possible thanks to that greasy hand molesting the meat in every social media meal kit ad. Presented by Mealbox by Airbox, which puts greasy hands in metaphorical societal boxes on boxes of meals in airboxes in boxes in boxes in a box in a box in a box in a box. How much vomit is too much vomit? Kylie Jenner is the world's youngest self-made billionaire, and a greasy hand rubbed your chicken cordon blue. So vomit away. And unpack the only flash-frozen meal kit, meal box called Meal Box, that puts hand-touched meals in boxes, then seals those boxes in boxes, in boxes, in boxes. Then puts those boxes in boxes, in boxes, and pumps them with air by air box, which is just air in boxes. In a box. 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 Meal box by Airbox. Hungry yet? Meal box. It's meal box. The box that puts touch food in boxes, in boxes, in boxes of air, in a box, in a box, in a box, in a box, in a box. in a box and we're back to the sidebar with barney myers novak from grand magazine his article back in the day modern translations for the modern octogenarian i thought you left me uh we just took a break for our sponsors it was a short just little small that break actually but... worked perfect I, <clears throat> I had to evacuate my bowels oh um, I hope it was quick, and I hope it was painless. Oh, it's always painful, Clint, but it was quick. Well, there is there is that, and that's something I have to uh, look forward to, is uh, hemorrhoids are just falling out. Actually, hemorrhoids, they don't run in the Novak family, so you got that going for you. That is nice. That is nice. Diaper rash is rampant, though. Oh, well, I mean, that's something and there's that's just... no there's no cure, uh... Johnson & Johnson baby powder actually causes cancer. So I don't use it no more, even though I seem to be impervious to all the major diseases. Uh, here at the sidebar, we don't. Uh, Johnson & Johnson could be a potential sponsor in the future, so we don't necessarily uh, say that they cause cancer. Oh, they could still be your sponsor, just don't use it. Oh, well, okay. Uh, Johnson Johnson... Please give us money. But uh, going back to uh, what we were talking about before, 
there are some really inspiring grandparents in the uh, in the world today. Uh, Nancy Pelosi is one. Uh, George Foreman is another. They are people who are out there, uh, grandparents such as yourself, and are well, they, they making age. a difference. Well, you're mentioning people that have products. Uh, yes. George Foreman's got a grill. I burn my hand on it, but it sure hell makes a hamburger. It makes quite the hamburger. All the grease just rolls right off. That's Nancy what... Pelosi's, she's got diapers. She hatched. Does she have diapers? She's. I don't know, but when I see her, she looks, sure looks like she's wearing one like myself. Uh, she looks like she has something potentially up her butt. but She looks like she's got a load of treasure on her bottom side. And it's just digging through for... Sparkling the... jewels. Just dripping out of all of those pockets of freshness. and there's... Spanish the blooms. We gotta find... Jade elephants, Clint. That's, I, that's, that's Did very... Did I tell you, when I crash landed in the backwoods of India looking for the jade elephant of Sudan. Yeah, you, you have told me this story. Uh, you went for four days wandering around the Your grandmother didn't have parachute. And she made one out of her Levi's. As she was falling? Or Your grandmother was very resourceful. She she knew how to stitch anything together. She could cross-stitch, hatch-stitch, all of it. She had a cold sore on her upper lip for a good part of a decade, and that didn't stop her from sharing her cocoa with every villager in the area. So that's why half of Sudan has cold sores? Is it because of... Well, I can't, Grandma Betty. I can't prove it, but I can tell you half of Sudan doesn't have no treasure no more. Now, I'll tell you, when we loaded up that ship, we were going to be millionaires. I, uh, but then but then the pirates, Clint, the pirates came and they took it all. And luckily, I told you I got a background of freediving. So me and your grandmother fashioned a snorkel out of a squash. Papa Barnacle, I, I've heard your stories. And we tow roped out of there. All the time when I was growing up, and, and I think you set me up for me a lifetime. Me and your grandmother and Spanish Benja, who later became our gardener. You, I think you set me up for a lifetime of disappointment with all these stories of treasure because it's. I just want to be like you. Did I ever share with you Spanish Benja's tamale recipe? He used banana leaf. And whole pearl onions. I just I he want, pickled them. All I want to do is in his own bride. Be an adventurer and just go off and. Did you say adventure? <sighs> I did, I did. But you were talking about a. Did you mean to say adventure? Because you know how I react to that word. Uh, please, please don't, don't react to that. Please, no. Uh, I said, I said. Uh, Woohoo! Woohoo! No. Come on, clean sing No, I don't. I don't Woo-hoo. like the song. I don't like the song. Treasure. I'm having, I'm having. Disney. Gold coins. No. I do believe. I do believe I stepped on my water balloon. Oh, oh God. Um, well, I, your you, actual water balloon. Yeah, my, my, you know, clean. That sometimes I need a little water balloon to help relax me. I don't believe in uh, service animals. I, I don't believe in comfort creatures, but I believe in a comfort water balloon. You know, I'll tell you listeners, if you just fill up a water balloon, you draw a little face on it, some whiskers, it calms you down. 
Now, Papa Barnacle, uh, what are what are some of the ways that you connect with your friends other side from the water balloon? Because what's the what's the senior version of uh, Instagram and Twitter? If there's there's a translation, all um, my friends are dead, Clint. Uh, but my new friends, uh, I meet them just walking on the street. Uh, when you're an old man, you get away with a lot, and I'll just. I'll just grab someone's elbow and say, how you doing? And I'll tell the truth right to their face. Like, uh, if they got bad breath, Clint, I'll just tell them, woohoo, you got some breath on you, sir. And uh, I'll see how they react. Now, sometimes they don't take too kindly to honesty. When you're an old man, you can say what you want. And nothing, no one really gets gets mad at you. You've always said what you wanted, though, Papa Barnacle. That's, uh, that's something I've admired and both feared about you, is you've always been very honest. Uh, you once told me when I was in fifth grade that no one would ever love me uh, if I didn't gel my hair. And then you went ahead and you went bald and then you went and you got a hair transplant and that's why you got a cold heart, Clint. That's why you are loveless and you have a family. But I think your family likes me more than you because I get greeting cards every month for holidays I didn't even know existed. What's Eagle Day, Clint? I don't even know what that is. Eagle Day Eagle Day is a great day for all Americans, and if you were in Chicago, you would understand what it was, okay? Oh, well, maybe if I was invited, I'd come over. Well, I have a I like the birds, too, Clint. And I have to tell you about the Arboretum that I crash-landed to. In Zimbabwe. You never told you never you you never told me about the Zimbabwe Arboretum. The Zimbabwe Arboretum's got all kinds of animals. It's got flamingos. Uh, it's got little mini pterodactyls. I know they extinct, but there's a bird looks just like them. Poops out cherries. I did. You, you can make you're coffee. Not to eat no, you, any bird poop. No, you brew them. What you, you brew the berries, Clint. And that's how you get bat tea. That's how you get bat tea. And that's also how you get actually some cures for some ailments that you actually came up with a few cures yourself. Well, that's true, Clint. Uh, if, you, if you want to get rid of the mumps, all you need is to just carve into a cinnamon tree. And the cinnamon tree is also how you got rid of grandma's cold sore. Well, I think that was just grandma caking on a little extra. I think the cinnamon is just what she called the makeup, but it never mind me none. So you are a man who has cold sores all over your body. Well, I don't know uh, if the shingles should really be called cold sore. I mean, I was vaccinated, but that was when polio was still a thing. Ha ha. A school teacher once who had polio and he fell down a flight of steps and he cracked his jaw. He couldn't teach no more. We didn't learn anything in that classroom for three days because the teacher was trapped in that stairwell with no, no child that I would ever associate with but Dom on that teacher. So we just left him there and we went about all business. Wow. I mean, I thought I heard the worst of your stories from World War II, but that was, that's maybe... Let me tell you about World War no, II. No, 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 no. no. Uh, talk, talk, did talk. I ever tell you about the Battle of Brooklyn? What What do you think about I iPhones? was shot down 
at the Battle of the Bulge. How do uh, how do seniors deal with the oncoming I technology? I got a purple heart. I survived three triple bypasses. You you did. You you have survived three triple bypasses, which most people don't survive the first one. So, old Barnacle Ricks, one tough bastard. Uh, as I said earlier, I think you're going to outlive me and probably the end of the world. Climate change is is a problem facing your grandparents, facing facing me, facing my children, facing everyone who's under the age. I once of... punched Max Schmeling in the face. That how, how does that? No, climate change. We're talking about climate change. We're not talking about punching people. Let me tell you something about the war on climate. Is that the war on Nazis was a better war? We won that war. Actually, you can win a war against fellow humans, but can you win a war against the environment? That's the thing. And that's what I think a lot of people of your age aren't understanding is that it's hard to fight where we live. Well, that's part, that's part of my article is that I try to translate. So you say uh, climate change and I say, well, I don't know if anybody my age going to believe that pollutants have anything to do with anything because I remember before calls even ran, or there was emissions tests, or it would just put black soot on your face, put it up in the air, and everybody was dirty. Everybody was in the city, Clinton. They were shopping and eating, and they was dirty and filthy, and everybody was rolling around in their own fifth, and it was glorious. It was a glorious time when there was no judgment. Everybody was filthy, and everybody who was rich was still filthy, and you could bathe, but you still smelled, and now people clean. And, and I got to tell the old people, you can't go out and you can't be filthy. You got to clean yourself up. And that's why they called them the filthy 50s. That's why they call them the filthy 20s. The filth, by the 50s, everybody started brushing their teeth, scraping their tongue. They took the heroin out of the medicine, and that's when all the fun stopped, Clint. Just because there's heroin out of the medicine, you can still have fun. But well, you can still do heroin, but you got to mix it with the medicine. It comes... Sold separately, and they don't sell the heroin in the store no more. You got to go down to the street corner, and sometimes you don't know what you're going to get. And that's why, as part of your new uh, fund drive for your scheme, and as part of a cross promotion for your article, you've started to sell heroin infused drugs to reach back out to octogenarians to make them feel like you're at home. Well, we don't call it heroin, uh, sort of like. When your when your missus and your kids came to visit me, while were you off on one of your bicycle trips? One of your kids came down with the flu, and he said, "Granddad Barnacle, do you have any medicine in your medicine cabinet?" And I said, "I sure do." I went behind my stove and I took out my heroin and I mixed it with my Robitussin and I gave it to your children. You 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 gave my kids heroin. Well, I wouldn't call it heroin. I'd call it barnacle juice. You gave my children heroin while I was I, out biking? I gave your children barnacle juice. And let me tell you something. I saved that child's life. That child was full of mucus, snot, and all kinds of gobbledygook. That's why Stanfield has been acting so strangely for the last couple of years. I mean, Stanfield Myers Novak. First off, I, I, asked you, I asked you when you got married that if you had kids, you'd run their names by me because I'm a... I'm a ace at picking the names, and what did you do? You went behind my back, and you named the kid after a librarian. 
There's never gonna be a president standing for you. Stand. Uh, he can be a president. He can be whatever he, he wants. He could be a postman. He could be a, a state senator. He could be a president. He could be a CEO of a Fortune 500. He could only be a pharmacist in my eyes. He, and that's why. How about this? Stanfield is one of the names of the future. That is a powerful name. What is what is the well, I have powerful to translate name? To the what's, the, what's the powerful octogenarian names? Well, I have to translate because if I tell a senior that this here is my grandchild Stanfield, they gonna spit something up. So I gotta put my hand on the back and my other hand on the belt and hold them tight and tell them that Stanfield. Well, that just means pussy. And he, that's that's. You tell people that your great-grandchild is named Pussy? I do, because in the 30s, if I went and said, this is my man Stanfield, he's a stand-up guy, he's going to get chased into the corner like they was a bunch of neo-Nazis, and I was a Jew. Now, a lot of these people who you're approaching about uh, uh, names and... Uh, Translations are people who you're trying to get into your scheme. Well, there's a lot of reverse translations as well. Now, if I take Mildred, which is of my generation, Mm -hmm. and I went up to a Tucker or a Hunter, Mm -hmm. one of your generation's little softy names, and I said, this is Mildred, well, just the pronunciation of the hard D would shatter their earlobes. So I got to silence the D. So how would you say it? This is Miller. And it's always got to be a hyphenate. This is Miller Bobby. Miller Bobby. Miller Bobby sounds a lot softer than I Mildred. Just, it's Miller Bobby. And I just, uh, any, <laughs> sorry, anytime I, I get around my grandfather, I just slip back into his and his cadence and his accent. And, and I, I will I be say, fighting it throughout this, the rest I of this interview. I also got to translate occupations because I can't say this is Mildred. And she works at the power plant mm-hmm. because... They ain't going to like that. I got to say, this is Millie Bobby, and she worked at the vintage store. And she sells vintage. Now, it don't matter what kind of vintage, because your generation, they just love, if I put vintage and cold-pressed into pretty much anything I say. Now, uh, what if I, again, reverse translation, uh, Doris works as a secretary. Oh, this is a dot bow. Dada B. Dada B is a hip-hop artist, and she writes her own song lyrics, and sometimes she shares them to her boss, and her boss goes into the studio, and his home studio, and he records the song and puts it out on SoundCloud. Wow, that is frighteningly accurate. I'm actually... I'm actually impressed. I, I've read well, a few. Well, you didn't think old Barnacle Rick was getting hot just to fill space and collect a paycheck. Well, My generation is the greatest generation, and we work for a living. Well, Papa Barnacle, I didn't know that I the reverse translations, I didn't know you had such a keen eye for the younger generations because I always assume that the older, the greatest generation is so stuck in their own ways. But Did I ever tell you about old Barnacle Rick, gooey duck? Yeah, no, you've told me about the gooey duck. You, I've heard about the gooey duck. It's then I'll see what, the tale for another time. Yeah, I don't need to hear again about what happened to that poor, poor little park animal. It was a clam. Did I ever tell you when I used to collect clams and oysters? Oh, 
I had an aquarium. I was all set to work at, and I was going to own it myself, but I couldn't get the proper seawater from the sea since I was landlocked, and it was going to be the Omaha. I'm I'm not at all sorry that you didn't end up in Omaha. Omaha is a terrible place and full of full of people who should probably move away somewhere else. I couldn't agree more. Now, you and Grandma are coming up with a few books, some uh, help books for octogenarians and for the older uh, um, older crowd. Uh, and well, unfortunately, uh, yes, the books are for the older crowd, but the younger crowd, they don't read anymore, at least not off the paper. So what would a book be as a uh, reverse translation to the younger crowd? Uh, I'm going to the library to read a book would be the sentence that you would say, but someone younger would say. Uh, well, I think they got to jump on their device and they got to scroll down. And then once they scroll and they got to click and share it. Without reading it, of course. You don't read it first. You just read the title. Unless it automatically plays, Clint, then it might as well not even be written. Yeah, if it's it's text and it's more than 300 words. It's It's got to have a soundtrack and a sponsor. Maybe even a spokesperson. Now, I volunteer myself to be a spokesperson many times, but uh, they don't want to look at somebody old because it makes them sad and sensitive. All these sensitive people, that's why you don't hear about no treasure being found no more, Clint. No treasure's being found because young people, they don't want to look. They're too busy looking at their devices. They don't want to look at treasure, and they need to be able to be reminded where the treasure is because there's treasure out in the world. We gotta find it. Now I've asked you on more than one occasion to fund these trips. I have, I have maps. Now I don't have the paper maps because they burned up in the Great Fire, but I have committed them to memory. And while my memory is still slipping, it's still enough there that we can find that treasure, Clint. Now every every time I give you money for one of these these trips, it just it turns out you just go to to Boca Raton or you go on a. Uh, <coughs> Uh, you go on a, a vacation of well, some I'm a sort. Suck. I'm a sucker for sloops and slot machines. And if I could just make it past the, the, the panhandle, then I think I'd be all right. I'd go down the whole Hispaniola, and I'd go put my snorkel on. And I, old Barnacle Rick's got one last adventure in his old mitts. And I tell you, I have a bronze medal from the Golden Gloves Fighting the nineteen forty three novice I, division. I heard I, I beat Max Smelling. Now I didn't realize that he wasn't a German. Uh the old boys got me all rifled up on hooch and uh hop hopscotch and, and Mary Jane candy. Now I believe that all the peanut chews in the world were made in nineteen forty four and all the ones that they sell in the store were still from that manufacturing date because I tried to find the factory and I can't find it nowhere. Uh, I keep looking because I chipped the tooth. Uh, if you want uh, to, to to sue a company that no longer exists, you can't do that. Now, my fist of fury, I have arthritis, but I got enough fight. I got an old Barnacle Rick's got enough fight for one last adventure. And if you want to come adventure with me, old Clitty, 
then we can do it. And you don't tell your grandma, you don't tell your kids. You go calm down with old bald grandpa. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to, but I, I do. I want to go on a. Oh, uh, you quit your job right now. You be... quit your job. You leave your family. You come down with old barnacle Rick, and we're going to do this adventure. Let's. I, don't, I can't. This I is can't. every last, I every can't. last drop I got. No, I, I have this thing. job. I have this job, and the producer is waving at me that that I can't. But I, I'm sorry. You go. I'm sorry. You go bring that sweet little intern. You uh, got. Our, our intern, you the go beloved researcher. And your beloved researcher. Our beloved Addie researcher, Harper. the intern Addie you Harper. You tell her that I don't want her to send me no more potholders on the holidays because I don't you know how to use the oven. I don't want to use the oven. I sold my oven for my adventure time. Old Barnacle Rick deserves his adventure time, and he's going to get it, and he's going to come here, you took, and he's going to come took, to Chicago. You took her. No, you I took just our beloved researcher. I just need my passport back. You took her on an adventure, and she actually can't look straight anymore. Her I, eyes always go sideways like chameleons. I just want my passport She back. has chameleon eyes. Give me my passport. I can't. I can't. I Let, can't. You need to stay. You need that, to stay up in that rooftop building Put me on in that New York because... And you send me out on the horizon and I'll bring you back the treasure. I can't do it. Do you ever see Tears of the Sun, Clint? Yes. I haven't, but it's a great title and that's what I wanted to name my book before the movie came out. Now, if there was a Tears of the Sun 2, it's not quite as good, but I bet people will still see it, and now they'll this, read it. This is your pyramid scheme. This is how you get people to pay for stuff, is that you, you promise them have, clean, wild adventures. I also have these, these season tickets for the New York Mets. You now, do? They, they're terrible, and if you want to buy them, I'll send them to the discount. They're, they're one of the worst teams in, in basketball, so I don't really want them. I mean, they baseball, I mean, the Bulls are much better. Clean, they baseball. It's America's pastime. Oh. That's why I never loved you, because you don't know the difference between a bat and a ball and a stick and a, well, and a jump shot. I have season tickets to the Cubs, and I have never been to a game. And I've had season tickets for the last 12 years, so I don't and really... And that's why I believe that your father dying in 9-11 is the best thing to ever happen to the both of us. <laughs> you said you wouldn't bring him up. I you tell said you, what, you wouldn't bring. I promised you, grandmother, that any time you started crying a conversation, <gasps> I would end the conversation. Now that you're crying, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye, Papa Barnacle. <laughs> that was uh, Barney Myers Novak from Grand Magazine with his article back in the day: modern translations for the modern octogenarian. Next week on the sidebar. Everybody loves rainbows, except LeVar Burton. I'm Clint Myers Novak. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs>